Thank you for listening to Tunnel Vision Podcast. I'm Mario Doramus. I'm Eric Walker. And Eric, man, it's a real joyous time of the year. Thanksgiving just passed. We're getting ready for Christmas now. And it's episode 66. So, everything right now at this time of the year, we got so much to talk about. College football, NFL, college basketball starting to get in tune. Obviously, huge win for Duke last night over number one, Gonzaga. Yep. And then we also have NBA, which is interesting right now. Not more so because of the actual games or whatever. Because right now, again, it's still November basketball. And I, I don't want to talk about November basketball just as much as I want to talk about baseball in the middle of May. It, it makes no sense. Right. But... The reason I say it's interesting for NBA is because right now it seems like the NBA has something out against LeBron James specifically. It's like the, the NBA is like a whole or like I won't even say the NBA is a whole, but I want to say the media. But it's almost like he's being villainized again, like when he was in Miami, if that makes sense. Okay, but you know what I think. Because I, I, I know we really don't have much to talk about NBA-wise. Let's dive into NBA real quick and kind of take this conversation a little further. And then we can come back in, in, in NFL and hit college football, if you don't mind. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's fine. While we're, while we're here. So, 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 go a little bit further for me. All right, so obviously LeBron James, he faced his first ever NBA suspension. Yep. He got suspended for one game. Obviously, he got into the whole scuffle with uh, Isaiah Stewart from the Detroit Pistons. Okay. Right, and, you know, they said LeBron had reached out to Isaiah Stewart. And Isaiah Stewart in a press conference just the other day said that he rewatched the tape over and over again. And he says he doesn't feel that it was unintentional. He, feel, he still feels that it was an intentional uh, hit. From LeBron James, but he says that that's his last time addressing it. However, the NBA, it seems, not even, like I said, I won't even say the NBA, but it's the media. They're putting it out there like LeBron is some sort of, first of all, like he's a dirty player. Like, come on, all NBA players at some point have done something that was kind of dirty. Like, Chris Paul has done things in his career that have been dirty. It's been a, a number of players. Chris Paul is nothing. Let's just don't slide over that. Like Chris Draymond Paul, Green is. Chris Paul has done a lot of things. Yeah. Where one can say he is a dirty player. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But I'm sure he's on a dirty player list. It's a lot of players who have that have done it, and that's not even just like in recent history. It's throughout the entire. Entity of the NBA. If you look back to it, even during the '80s, I mean, the the Pistons they got their entire reputation in the '80s based off of playing dirty. One hundred percent. What we're talking about now in a day and age where basketball isn't played the, the the way you're talking about the bad boys from from the Pistons, right? Um, I I, ne- I I will say this. I, I watched it. Multiple times. And I'm going to go ahead and go and say. That was intentional. Absolutely. I will agree with you. I won't say that it's not intentional. Because I, th- I think that words were exchanged. And 
if you look at when they were on the on the foul line and attempting to get the rebound after uh, the free throw shot was was made or attempted, right? You can see Isaiah Stewart kind of hold LeBron's arm, and LeBron looked like he was getting frustrated. Yep, and he kind of swung his elbow back and threw his hand almost like a like a punch. And and us and us cats that play hoop. Um, who would play hoop, who continue to play hoop, um, who, who play any sport for that matter, when you're talking about a competitive nature, and it, and it kind of get a little chippy, um, that's one of those things that, that, a, that a cat would do to say, hey, all right, now chill out. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you didn't grab me a couple times, now I got to check you a little bit so you can know, like, I ain't playing with you. You want some foul. But, what I would say is this is the first time you got to understand from the media perspective, and, I, and I'm not speaking up for him, but this is the first time we've seen outside of LeBron not taking shots out of out of in, in big moments, outside of LeBron uh, making passes in big moments, outside of the 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 hoopla around him going to Miami. We have yet to see anything. Like this, like LeBron James. So 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 like so so we have yet to see anything like that. LeBron James has, you know, always been looked at like he's the the good guy. You know what I mean? He's always looked like he's the you know Batman. He could do no wrong. And that's the thing I think that the media is trying to place because they can't find anything negative to to say about LeBron outside of maybe being too unselfish and not taking a shot when he needs to take the shot or making the quote-unquote basketball pass or play instead of being a selfish guy and taking a shot when they think the team needs it. So it's it's one of those things where I think like the media, like I said, the media is just saying, "Hey, we finally got something on LeBron." Like where we see him doing some something bad, intentionally bad. That's all it is. Now I, I'm not gonna say that the media is right for blowing it out of proportion, but that's what the media kind of does. Um, in order for them to get to talk about more than just football. They're going to blow something out of proportion just like that. Well, let me ask you a question. If the Lakers, because right now, obviously, they're not one of the top four teams in the West, you know, based upon their record. If they had a winning record, if they were, let's say, the two seed right now, if they were sitting at two behind Golden State, do you think that it would still be getting as much press? Or do you believe that because... It might be more. It might be more. My bad to cut you off, but it might be more. Um, and it, and it might be more because they might be hyping it as if the Lakers are taking on this um, the mystique of being a, a a bad team, a bad boys type team. Like okay, LeBron's at, at, towards the later tail of end of his career. He got his buddy Melo with him, Russell Westbrook, who who own that mess. Like we we. We take we see in a different LeBron. LeBron's in another mode where he's showing that he's more competitive 
ever than he ha- has ever been. So I think it will be even bigger if they were winning. Yeah, and it was crazy because the game that he was actually suspended for, it was the only time that he would have been going to Madison Square Garden this season. Which is, I mean... That's crazy. Yes, but see, I, I'm on the side where I say... It, Madison Square Garden isn't as big as it used to be in basketball. I agree. Especially, I mean, for NBA anyway. I think for college, some college games, it still has that appeal. You know what I mean? I mean, it still has a, the, the appeal and the mystique. But what I mean is, like, we're think about it. We're used to T-Mac, LeBron, Kobe, Paul Pierce. Uh, Iverson. Iverson, Ray Allen. Like, Kevin Garnett, we used to those guys going into the garden and going for 50. We don't see that no more. Yeah, I think it used to be a thing where people care, like, hey, I want to drop 50 in the garden. Now, right. I, now I don't think it's that thing. People just Maybe like. I think it, it, the, the, it dropped off the rap lyrics, like, as far as people talking talking in a in a music about guys going off for, for 50 in the garden. I don't know. Is it still to make a basketball? Um. I would I would say yes because of the history and and the and everything around the garden itself, um, but one can argue that you know L A has taken over when you talk about Me- the mecca basketball. I think it came from a lot of things like the garden, like New York. You had to be a dog to go to New York, right? Like if if you think you're a dog in this in this country when you're a high school player or a college player or even like a young. NBA player, you go to Rucker Park. You go play in you go play in New York. Like that's where you that's where the bar was. Now kind of the bar is Drew League, right? LA, LA Cats. I mean some of the cats come over, some cats come over out, outside of LA and play. But LA has built a big foundation in NBA now with all these cats from California that Kinda is taking over if, if, if you don't mind if, if you don't if you get what I'm saying you know what I mean like they, I think they take it over yeah no I mean and I, and this is the the interesting part about the whole LeBron thing right so there's some people that believe that if he didn't choose LA he would have chosen New York Never. and I don't believe that to be true I, I think that LeBron he, he had a plan for his entire career. You know, L- L.A. was always, the, I think, the goal. Yeah, I, I think L.A. was the goal because of just the timing of everything. You know what I mean? Uh, it was kind of like when Kobe leaves, I'm coming and I'll take over the reins. And, you know what I mean? I'll try to get a championship with a third team. Because I think that he always wanted to go get go back home and get that ring with Cleveland, which he, he did. And when that time was up, his contract came up. He decided that he wanted to go play in L.A. Well, not to mention, not only that, but I think um, we would be naive to say that LeBron didn't understand exactly what Genie Buss done for Kobe Bryant. Yeah, absolutely. And also, we would be naive to, to sit here and not think about LeBron James as more than a basketball player, too, because LeBron James is a businessman. Right. But but I I, I don't want to I want to I don't want to skip over the the, the Kobe Bryant Genie Buzz thing. Genie Buzz and the Laker organization said 
they're going to do something that most teams and most organizations didn't do. We're going to pay Kobe Bryant. And at that point, Kobe had a lot, a couple injuries back to back. We're going to pay you. Yeah, we might get clowned for overpaying you. But at the same time, we're going to pay you because of who you are and because you are our guy. We take care of our guys, right? You saw Tim Duncan get taken care of throughout his career. What you didn't see was Tony Parker get taken care of towards the tail end of his career, right? So I think that has a that could potentially have a hard um, stance from players if they see that you are once they get washed, you ship them away. You know what I mean? It's not like a thank you for your service. We're going to keep you here as long as you want to be here. We ain't forcing you out. And that's what they did with Kobe Bryant. And I felt like LeBron saw that and said, okay, this is really, in my opinion, the only opportunity that I have to play for, play with or play against my son in the NBA. Yeah, I never thought about that. Because those other teams are going to just use him for what, he's, for what he can bring to them. And once he get washed, they're going to they're going to they wash their hands with it. The Lakers might not. It's a, it's a, the, as a Lakers, you have to have somebody to, to sell the brand. Yeah. And I mean, you've seen it done even before Kobe Bryant though, even with uh, Magic Johnson as he got up uh, in age yeah. and even with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, they, they take care of their people. That sets them aside from everybody else. Right. That's all. Yeah, nah. But, yeah, I didn't want to really dive into the NBA too much. Uh, obviously, we got other things to hit on. Um, so, we can dive right into it. But, no, go ahead. Clay Thompson is practicing full full go now. Yeah. Clay Thompson, they said, scheduled to return. Could be uh, as early as Christmas. Yeah. Um, I, I would love to see him play. Um, I'm, 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 I'm happy that he, he looks well. Fucking jump shot still look immaculate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, man, I, I just I just wish him nothing but well. But that's one of the things that we've missed over the past couple of years um, as as basketball fans. You um, you you've missed a, a high a high scoring defender, three and D guy, probably one of the best in the business right now. Two years in a row. Yeah, no, I mean, he's definitely one of the best two guards in the NBA. And I don't think, you know, we can go without mentioning that. Hell, I say he's one of the best I've seen in NBA history. Whoa, 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 whoa. One of the best. Right? Yeah, one of the best. Okay. Not the okay. best. Yeah, no, one of the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my only problem, and then we can get, get off of this. <clears throat> my only problem with Klay Thompson is his inability to put the ball on the floor. Yeah, but this is the thing, though. I, I will say this. It's... I don't have an issue with that because, in my opinion, he's a true shooting guard. So, and, and look, and when I say that, I don't mean like, okay, he's a guy who can come out. Because I think it's different levels to, like, what shooting guards are, right? Like, you got your guys who are built like Michael Jordan, like Kobe Bryant. You got those guys. But then you got your guys who are built like Reggie Miller. Like, and I think Reggie Miller, in, in, a, in a sense... In in a sense, is it Reggie could put the ball on the floor? Reggie, but hold on, Reggie wasn't bringing the he he could put the ball on the floor, but he wasn't doing everything we saw guys like Kobe do and yeah. like MJ. 
Ray Allen could put the ball on the floor. Now, yeah, and into I, his career, he could I, not. I don't know why he couldn't, but good grace. Yeah, but but that's the it's thing like though. They took his superpowers away. If you if you go back and you look at kind of the game of Reggie Miller, because I watched Reggie basically throughout. You know what I mean? Yeah. From his, you know what I mean? From when I was young, you might have been a Reggie fan. I was, I was a huge Reggie Miller fan because I, I mean, we got the games locally. We obviously we don't get a lot of NBA games here in Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Especially growing up, anyway. I didn't have uh, cable. It was, it was it was that in um, WGN. WGN yeah. yeah, so we could watch Bulls games. Right. But so I watched a lot of Reggie Miller. I was a huge Reggie Miller fan, and that's you know what I mean. Before I became a huge T Mac fan. And fell in love with basketball. I liked basketball, but I only liked Reggie Miller for real. Because he could shoot. And I could relate. So, no. Yeah. How could you relate? Because like, the, you were not slitting the slide. Well, at, at the time, I was just shooting the ball. I couldn't. I mean, I, I still can't dunk. But, you know, I, I knew back then, like, oh, I probably won't ever be able to dunk. But I can idolize Reggie Miller because he can shoot the ball well. But, you made that comment as if you was like a, a sniper. <laughs> I mean, if, if I was gonna say I'm, I'm no, 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 if no, I was gonna no, say no. I was gonna mold my game after anybody growing up, it was gonna be Reggie Miller. I, I get that, but you made that comment like slide, like like you was an official sniper. I mean, some some would say that I am. Some would say that I am. Come see me on the court. If, if that, hey, hey, I, 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 I guarantee you this: if you put a poll on Twitter and Instagram, you would not get anybody leaning towards your sniper. I would say, I would say, <laughs> no. if if a hundred people voted, I would say at least fifty-five people will at least at least fifty-five percent. Uh, other voters would say that I'm, I'm I'm a great shooter. I'm, I'm a good to great shooter. Stop it! I would I would tell you that. I guarantee you, if you put it up and you only get ten people, you're not even gonna get six people to say you're a sniper. I, w- I would, but it depends on what ten people were voting. It could be ten haters. <laughs> do, do you want to put a bet? You want to put a bet? We can, up? I'll put a poll up. I'll put a Twitter poll up, and then next episode we can talk about it. Twitter, put an IG one up too. Put an IG. I think because the IG one gonna be more lit. I don't know. I'll put the yeah, IG up. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll put the IG. You nervous about? No, the IG. no, no, no. I'm not nervous about the IG. But it's, it's the same thing. I, I basically got the same people following me, and the people people who who see me on the court know what I can do. What, what's the bet? I don't know. I mean, you said you said you came up with the bet. You initiated it, so you. Um, so you set the bet. We just do. We can do push ups. Let's do push ups. That's fine. We can. Do. I, I'm already gonna take too much from you this year. I don't, don't want to. All right. Well, we can we can definitely uh, put push ups on that. Put Fifty push ups on the long side. But nah. But my whole, my initial argument for Clay Thompson thing was I would say that he's more so in the ballpark of being closer to like. What Reggie Miller was, you know what I mean, versus what a Kobe Bryant is. It almost should be what Paul George should have been. Almost, but I think Paul George is a ball dominant uh, shooting guard. Yeah, but I mean, when I talk about the well, the even though he's like, player, a, even though he's more like a, a small forward now. But I'm, I, I talk about when I'm talking about the two way player part. Like Paul George was supposed to be the next thing, and I'm not saying he was close, but he was supposed to be the next thing to Kobe. Yeah, he was. The leg injury, and then I don't, mentally, I don't know what happened, but 
you know, the, the two-way player in Paul George kind of disappeared a little bit. Yeah, but Paul George has actually been having a really good season, though. For sure. To start. But I, this is one thing. I remember what I said before the season started. They, sh- they should have traded him for C.J. McCollum. Because and because this is the thing we have to realize, when Kawhi comes back, it's still Kawhi's team. Yeah. And I and I don't think that they can be successful and reach the ultimate level that they want to reach, which is the NBA championship, if they have both of those players on the court together. Yeah, you're right, and and I think it is time. This is the last thing. It is time for the Blazers to move on from CJ McCollum. I think. Yeah, I would agree. I, I don't, and I, I love him and Dame together. I love their relationship, but. Together, can they win a championship? Not with that. Not with the way that team is built. I think both of them have more. Indi- well, I think CJ McCollum will have more individual success, and I think both team, like the team, could go further without both of them on the floor. And I think you have to choose Dame over CJ. Yeah, for sure. But um, let's go ahead. Let's let's tap into uh, NBA or not NBA, but uh, the NFL. Let's go. And last week, obviously, I mean, didn't have, obviously, too much to talk about. Uh, I don't think anything was too surprising outside of a few things. One, I'm nervous for the Cleveland Browns. They got a win against the Detroit Lions. It was 13-10. But, again, it was 13-10. They bet, like, I was watching that game. And the only thing I could think of is, man, they really used the first, the number one overall pick on Baker Mayfield. If you go back and you look at that draft, you think about everybody that they could have drafted in position of Baker Mayfield. I mean, obviously, hell, Lamar Jackson was the last pick of that first round. Yeah. Josh Allen was drafted, what, like 17th to the Buffalo Bills? Both of them already have surpassed him in their NFL careers. But that happens. You, you know, um, no more overall picks especially the quarterback position, more than likely don't pan out anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, it's the thing, though. So, at the time, do you believe that the expectations were just too high for Baker Mayfield, or do you think that, I mean, obviously, what he did what he did in college, we can't take away from him. You know what I mean? He obviously won the Heisman Trophy. It, and I, th- I think that the skill set is there. For certain things and in a certain system, but even with Steph- Kevin Stefanski's system, is which is usually more quarterback friendly, like Cal Shanahan's, you would think that we would see growth. But I feel like we've seen a decline in Baker Mayfield from last year to this year. Well, and the problem is, is and we've we've talked about it for a long time now. Baker Mayfield cannot read the defense, like it. It, he's, it, he appears to struggle reading the defense to... I mean, hell, look at the clips that um, Odell's dad put up. Like, those clips show you he's missing a wide-open target. It's not like he's, he's... He's not seeing things before they're happening, in, in my opinion. So I think that that's... That's um that that's some of the issue um with Baker Mayfield. I'll go out and say too um surprising another another surprising win was Baltimore. Baltimore winning without uh Lamar Jackson was was huge. Like especially for the divisional race. 
like as tight as it was with with the Bengals going into the uh, Las Vegas and and basically putting the se- second half beating on them, like that was huge for Baltimore to still win that game. But that does that tell you more? Is that surprising to you more so that Baltimore won it or Chicago lost? Because remember, because uh, I think I think it's. I think it's a little bit of both, but not really. My expectations for the Bears isn't high or isn't there, right? When the Bears were out without, um, I'm sorry, when the Ravens were out without Lamar Jackson, I said, okay, well, the, the backup quarterbacks had opportunities throughout this season to practice as a number one because of all of the issues that Lamar Jackson has had with COVID and other things like that towards the offseason. I mean, in the offseason as well. So, I felt like that guy would have been, he, he would have been prepared enough to possibly win a game. The Bears are just that bad. Um, now without Khalil Mack for the rest of the year, um, they they're just, they were just starting to try to get Justin Fields going. He got, he got knocked out of the game. Andy Dalton comes in. He kind of plays decent enough. They still lose the game. Matt Nagy needs to go, right? Like that, that's what, and that's that's where it's at. Like I don't have the faith in the guy at the head. And I've been fighting that. I won't lie. I, that's one thing I've been. I can't lie and say I've been fighting it. I've been saying this for how many years now? And and I know you have. And but I I've been fighting it though. I've been against it, saying like, okay, well they got to give Matt Nagy a little bit more time. Like okay, let him stop it because he's done some things good. Like they've made the playoffs, right? But I just don't see any growth within Matt Nagy and his team. Like I think, look, at some point you have to have growth. Otherwise, it's going to get real stale and it's going to be an old story. It's going to be similar to, to what Marvin Lewis was in right. Cincinnati. Right. So, so are you at the point where you're 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 on my you're on my side and we're driving this bus saying Matt Nagy needs to go? Yeah, I'm on the I'm on the bus now. And crazy, we say that it was rumored that if Matt Nagy didn't win this Thursday. Um, that he would be let go. Um, the chairman and I think the president of of, of of the Chicago Bears came out and kind of said, "No, no, no, that's not true. That's not true." Um, yeah, no, I, I think that I think the writing's on the wall though for for Matt Nagy. Yeah, what I was gonna say was to counter them coming out and saying that it's not true only means that they're not gonna fire him during the season. They're gonna give him the opportunity. To finish the season. Because guess what? They really don't have anybody that they could give the job to anyway. Yeah. No, I I agree. You don't want to put yourself in that position unless the coach wants to step down to say, hey, um, we're going to give it to somebody we don't really care about giving it to anyway. Either that or if things were just really, really, really bad and they just looked really, really, really bad. Then they wouldn't care. Yeah. You know, and then it, they, I don't think they would have an issue with just letting him go and then name, appointing somebody as the interim head coach. I don't think that would be an issue. Uh, uh, <clears throat> um, another game that was a little bit interesting was the uh, the Washington and Carolina game. Uh, Cam Newton playing uh, Ron Rivera. Um, it was a nail biter. It was, ended up twenty seven twenty one. Cam Newton actually played. He started the game. Um, as we re- we reported last week, he didn't look bad. 
No, because I mean, Cam told everybody on uh, the I Am Athlete podcast when he was on there. I mean, he said it's not thirty-two quarterbacks in the NFL better, and it's not like we, that's one thing we have to realize. Now, I mean, they lost the game; they did lose the game. Obviously, Ron Rivera and the Washington Football Team got the better of them, but I still think that there's still some good football left in Cam Newton. This that offense didn't look bad at all. They looked better probably than they've been outside of those first couple weeks Sam Darnold had a, a, a special few games. Yeah, I mean, but that's because, all right, so when when Sam Darnold came over from the Jets, Sam Darnold looked completely different, right? Mm-hmm. So people were seeing the different side of Sam Darnold. Yep. And the, the one thing I say about, you know, I won't even just say about football, but about any sport, it's hard to it's hard to beat somebody that you can't prepare for. It, it, and it is because you don't if you don't have if you don't have the the proper film on them you don't know their tendencies. That that's true. One thing I will add to that too was not only the tendencies, but I think when you talk about a guy like him who come from the Jets who looked like shit with them, right? And then he comes and has some success early. He's on a high horse now. He's he's doing everything. He's remembering everything he's taught. But guess what? When the shit hits the fan, Sam Darnold reverts back to the same person he was with the Jets. Because he's forgetting what he's taught, and now he's inside his head saying, no, oh shit, I'm seeing ghosts. Or, oh shit, I'm not reading this defense anymore. I thought the defense was there, but it ain't there. I thought they were running cover two, but they're running man. I thought they were running cover three, but they're running cover two. And start throwing interceptions. Yeah, not only that, but it's just you forcing a lot of bad passes, yeah. maybe overthrowing players. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and this, you get into that mode, but a, a lot of that goes back to them, like teams getting film on Sam Darnold. And they're like, okay, so when he was with the Jets, they didn't have the offensive line for him to be able to do this. But now he's going to run the ball about eight to ten times a game. You know what I mean? So we got to have somebody spy him. Okay, how's he going to do when we have somebody come out and spy him? You know what I mean? Is he still going at the same? But if he's not able to run from the pocket and he doesn't have that window to throw, now he's in the jam. So yeah. now teams figure that out. They're like, okay, so if we just basically take away his ability to run and lock it down for three to five seconds, if we take away basically his first read, it's over for Sam Darnold. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. They got stale on offense. The defense couldn't uphold every single game. So eventually, you know, it just got it got bad for the Panthers. Yep. Uh, th- this week was. I, I know we. I want to. I want to quickly gloss over last week, um, just because week eleven was kind of dip difficult. Uh, good football, um, but it was difficult to read as far as to say here's these games and who should be winning. Um, in my opinion, it was. Um, yeah, Arizona and Seattle. Arizona and Seattle. Arizona won again with Colt McCoy. That is shocking. In Seattle. In Seattle. Um, and that's the important part, and and I won't lie, like we have, we can't sit up here and we can't just look away from the fact that I mean, yeah, Russell Wilson is only what two weeks removed from the broken finger and being cleared to play, but they have to start winning games in Seattle because the writing could be on the wall for Pete Carroll. Just I mean, and that's I where hate, I was gonna go, and I and I hate to say it because it, I, I think it is. I'm a I'm a Pete Carroll guy, but hell, hey. You, 
It's the job open in USC. And I don't know if I don't know if he'll end up going back to obviously uh USC. Too I think it's it's too much bad blood just the way things kinda went out, you know what I mean? I but there's was, some big jobs that are that that may open and that are already open. So there there's a possibility. Yeah, but I mean I think for I think for Seattle it, it may be it may be time. It, it may be time for Pete Carroll. It may be time. And, and maybe Russ was tripping, coming off his heel and saying, I'm one of, I want out. Maybe Russ should have stayed that. And I said that earlier in the season, maybe Russ should have stayed on his heel. But um, another game that was, uh, was a wild game was the Pittsburgh and the Chargers game. Uh, Chargers won 40, 41-37. Um, that was a good game. Um, Big Ben kind of looked a little good coming back. Um, Justin Herbert played amazing. It, it, it was a good game. Um, another standout game to me was the um, Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, which I, I told you Minnesota will win. Right. Um, and Minnesota did win. Uh, they won 34-31. Um, I think Kirk Cousins tried like five times at the end of the game to give the game away. Um, just didn't happen. Uh, but but it, it was definitely it was definitely um, a good week I think of football. Um, yeah. And ending it, we had another upset or surprising. I, in my opinion, was the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts won forty one to fifteen against the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, no, and that's I would say that's an upset. I don't think that it's you know what I mean you right. can't look at that game and say because it was in Buffalo. Right. But this one thing I will say because I told you I want to say something about the Buffalo Bills and I, I I love Josh Allen and what he's become. You know what I mean I think every every single year he's proven to me that he's becoming a better quarterback. But the one thing I will say about the Buffalo Bills is they will not win an NFL championship or Super Bowl. With the way that that team is built, because he has to throw the ball thirty to forty times a game, they have no they have no run game that anybody's afraid of in the NFL. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and I get it. You got Stephon Diggs, who was an uh, amazing receiver in the NFL. You know what I mean? A lot of people say he's a top five receiver as of right now. But one of the best route runners in the game. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not taking anything away from Stephon Diggs, but they have to. They have to establish a run game. One, you play in cold weather, and it's very windy in Buffalo come December, January. If you can't win those games in the playoffs, then you're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. And you won't win the playoff games throwing the ball 30 to 40 times a game, especially when you get to that NFC Championship round. Unless you're going somewhere and playing in warm weather, which, hell, if they end up playing in... If they make it to the NFC Championship this year, unless that they just so happen to play Tampa Bay, maybe there maybe there's a chance. But at the same time, we saw what they did to Patrick Mahomes. They'll use the same formula. Hey, we take away the we take away the pass game. They got no shot. Yep, yep, I agree. <clears throat> um, last week, to finish up the week of Week Eleven, um, we had the Dallas Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs won nineteen nine. Um, it was a, a a good defensive battle. Um, both quarterbacks looked like shit for the most part. Uh, Patrick Mahomes looked unlike himself. I don't. I think neither one of them threw a touchdown in that game. 
Um, Dak Prescott didn't look well. I caught um, that game, right? Yeah, I, I, you may have. You may have called that game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Um, take take you 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 calling games. Take take them games to the to to the casino and make some money then. Um, but you know, uh, I expected Dallas to win that game. I expected Dallas to win the battle on the offensive defensive line. Um, no Tyron Smith that game. Just offensive line just looked bad. Um, they Chandler uh, Chandler Jones just abused them right, uh, or Chris Jones, um, and then you know the injury started. No, they had no 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 um, Amari Cooper. Um, CD Lamb gets gets banged gets knocked out with a concussion, and that was major for them. And that was major, um, which which kind of goes in, and now we, we're bringing it into week twelve. And Thanksgiving, yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day, Day, Dallas Cowboys played uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, and they lost. Um, this this team, uh, not to mention Ezekiel Elliott gets gets banged up pretty good in a Kansas City Chiefs game uh, with his knee. Uh, but this game just just against the Raiders, just it, it was it was not good. Like offensively, defensively, they hung in there. Um, they really put their imprint on it. Parsons is is special, um, by by far probably in my opinion. He's probably having the best defensive season in, in football. Not saying he's a he's he's leading the league. I mean, saying he's going to win the rookie the defensive rookie of the year that's a no brainer. But this kid is playing like <laughs> he, he's playing almost like a defensive MVP type guy. I, I can't see too many guys standing out playing is just as dominant as he's playing. When he when he gets going, there's no stopping him. Yeah, and I won't I won't refute that because I think Michael Michael Parsons is a special talent, obviously. During the draft, I mean I mentioned that's one of the guys I wanted Philly to draft. Uh, obviously they went in a different direction, which is I mean, okay. You know what I mean? They needed a big time receiver for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but still but, missing on receivers, but the one thing I will say is, I mean, Dallas has surprised me in certain aspects, you know what I mean, of the year. Um, they're winning the NFC East, which I expected them to. But I also think that right now they're just kind of on this down tremble. And they need to, you know, work a few things out. And they need to get back to doing things that help them win games, you know what I mean? And get going out and giving up 30-plus points to the Las Vegas Raiders, who just got popped by the Cincinnati Bengals. You know what I mean? Like those aren't things that are gonna get you to where you need to be. You know what I mean? It it, it isn't. Um, they digs didn't look well. Um, defensively, the DBs just didn't. They they looked bad. Um, they played a lot of too much man to man coverage, uh, in my opinion. Um, probably. I mean, and they said it during the game, but. Derek Carr is probably one of the best man-to-man fucking quarterbacks in the in the league. Yeah, but this is the thing though, like with it, with everything that they're going through, you know what I mean? And this it, it doesn't it doesn't matter it, when you bring in a guy like a Deshaun Jackson who has that mystique of being a cowboy killer. Like let let's let's just be real. Yeah, which he I mean, has that he has that mystique of. I mean, but that's what he does. And when once you once you get one big play, 
Now you start to get guys holding. They they played that game. I'm not blaming this game on officials, but that might have been one of the worst officiating games I've ever seen. Too. I mean, no, but you have. I mean, and it's in it's in Vegas. It was inconsistent. It was so inconsistent. It wasn't in Vegas. It was in Dallas. Oh no, no, you're right. It was. It, it was inconsistent though. It was like they would let them play. Like if you watched, it was three games. If you watch the whole game, all three games on on Thanksgiving Day, you would see officiating was different. You know, they they let hand checking, hand fighting down the field with the receivers and DBs. Like, two games, they let that go. The one game they didn't let that go was the Dallas Cowboys game. Because that's the game that they knew everybody was watching. It was was like the primetime game. Well, it was the... No, it was... was It is. It is. It it was. Because think about it. The 4 o'clock game, the, the, the noon game, nobody really cares about. Everybody's still trying to get their food together. But most of the time, by 4.30, everybody on Thanksgiving is, is close to either gathered around the TV or they've ate and they're kind of just kind of paying attention to the TV. It was the most watched football game in, I think, NFL history. And it was, I mean, let's be real. I mean, it was the Cowboys. Right. It's the Dallas Cowboys. And on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's... And, and think about it, though. No, not, not only just the Cowboys. Let's not slight the Cowboys. I mean, let's not slight the Raiders. But the, when you talk about the prestigious name and fan base... In history. In history, the Raider Nation is just as just as big. Just as big. Yeah, no, it's, it is. Like, across the world, across the country, Raider Nation is big. Raider yeah. Nation... You got Pittsburgh, they kind of travels. Those are kind of like the top three, in my opinion, of of teams that really, really fan base that are all over the place and travel. Yeah, I would I would say that with Pittsburgh, it's probably San Francisco. Like they're fighting right there. That fan base is pretty pretty huge too. Yeah, based upon like the history and success that they've yeah. had. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, nah, but I, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, but. Are you are you nervous about you know what I mean the Dallas Cowboys obviously as we're getting closer to like the playoff scenario? I'm not at, I'm not that nervous. Um, I'm a, I'm a little concerned, but not 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 there where I'm like because one we're gonna win the NFC East, right? Yeah, so they, they should really, they should win the NFC East. Not really too concerned. Um, there's only one the crazy part about it. Win that game, we're we're I think we're tied in first place in the NFC conference for first place. Um, so neither here or there. We only one team gets the first round by. Um, but I think we we wanted to make sure that we had home field advantage. Like that's the key. Like you don't want to have to go play in Green Bay in the cold. You don't want to do that. Against Aaron Rodgers. Against Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to go out to play in Florida and play against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Like, you just don't want to do that. You don't want to go play in L.A. and play against the Rams. You just don't want to do that. Like, you you, you got to win those games. That, like, that was... Mike McCartney. Hell, you don't want to go to Arizona and have to play against the Cardinals. This is where I'm going to say. 
Even though I think out of those teams that you named, I think the Cardinals will probably be the one matchup that you actually out of those games. That's the one that you will want. Yes, because more than more than not, Murray ain't been. He ain't gonna. They gonna see him until he's a hundred percent. They're not gonna bring him back half half healthy. Seventy five. I mean, not half, but more than half. Seventy five, eighty percent. I don't think they're gonna do it. They're winning games without him. Yeah, and with the pass rush that Dallas has, they could offset what they're able to do with Kyler Murray. Yes. So that takes away a lot from them. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I think that there's a way to expose Dallas defensively, even with Kyler Murray in it. You know what I mean? Going against that pass rush because, I mean, not only do you have DeAndre Hopkins story about you also have A.J. Green, who, I mean, obviously he isn't the same A.J. Green, but he still has that big playability. And he's still capable of going out and getting you over 100 yards receiving. Well, the guy you 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 didn't say who I thought you were going to say Is it Christian was, Kirk? No. Or Zach Ertz? Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz came into his own. He's been playing really, really well. Last week, I think he had two touchdowns. Um, he, he's kind of getting the feel. And, and, and things are going good um, for him. So... Um, well, things are going good in Philly, but I mean, obviously, the only reason that they did have to part ways is because they wanted to pay Dallas Goddard. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. And they they knew that they weren't going to pay Zach Ertz, even though I mean, obviously, they like I mean, they love Zach Ertz. You know what I mean, what he's done for the organization and me as a fan, like I mean, I, I was happy that he went somewhere and was and is still able to see success. You know what I mean? But I, I knew that they wanted Dallas Goddard to be the guy going forward. Yeah. Um. So. Noon game on Thanksgiving was uh, Chicago-Detroit. Chicago won 16-14. I know that the head coach, uh, Campbell, from Detroit is just, like, really, really um, frustrated because they I think they're on the brinks of of winning a game. They're they're close games out of close games. Um, And then to round it up uh, for the Thanksgiving day, we had uh, Buffalo versus – uh, the New Orleans Saints, and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say um, this is the first time I think Sean Payton has looked average or below average. Um, I understand Sean Payton has Trevor Simeon playing quarterback, but the the creative the creativity of the offense I believe is 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 taking a deep dive <laughs> downward. Um, I injuries, no no Alvin Kamara, no Mark Ingram. I get that. Uh, no Michael Thomas. I, I still get that. But the creativity, I think, that we saw with him when he had Drew Brees, I think he's just missing that piece. It, it's almost to the point where, like, I think people in New Orleans would be like, hey, Drew, if you really think you want to come back, come back and play because we know you'll get the best out of Sean Payton. Here's what I'll say is um, – I said it before Mike McCarthy got there, and I'm done with the Cowboys after this. But I believe that um, the job, Sean Payton shouldn't have took that extension, and Sean Payton should have came to the Dallas Cowboys. I'll tell you one thing, right? So there's two things I want to say about this game. Obviously, both of them regarding the Saints. I mean, the Bills did what I expected them to do, right? 100%. And I love Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is... Probably the best running back in the NFL. If he's not the best, he's top three. Like he does so much for that team. He does. He does so much for that New Orleans Saints team. And the fact that after Jameis Winston went down, 
they revert to say, okay, we're gonna get a job to Trevor Simeon. Not to mention, this is the thing I want this is the first thing I want to say. They just paid Taysom Hill a lot of money. Well, it's not really. It's still incentive based. It's still incentive based, but but it's, it ranges from forty to ninety five million, which is a large. This is a huge difference, right? Yeah. Like that's a huge difference between forty. So he could make forty, but he could make ninety five. So on the low end, he's gonna make forty. You know, if everything. If he lives up to everything, and with all the incentives, it'll be ninety five million. But why? Right, you do pay him to be a quarterback. You pay him to be a gadget player because he's not playing quarterback. I, I'm trying to figure out what what is he getting paid for? Is he? Well, hell, well, he, I know he, what he's not getting paid to do. He's not getting paid to help him win games because they're not winning them. Well, well, what I will say is I think well he's he's still hurt. He's I don't think he's 100 percent healthy. Um, why you why are you paying? And I, I understand like if you want to show your loyalty to that player, you play payment off season. But I need I still need him to return one, to the team. One hundred percent, I agree with you. I, I'm not going away from that. Like I really think that that is key. Um, but I mean, it, it is what I think at this point it is what it is with with them. And I think they're going in a direction that maybe he doesn't want to go in. Um, so we'll see. Maybe maybe we see. A team come out and try to trade for um, <laughs> a Sean Payton. Yeah, but the second thing I want to say is actually regarding the trade. But I don't think it'll be trading for Sean Payton. I think we see the New Orleans Saints. And they either go out this offseason. And because I and this is what I believe. If they're not able to draft one of these top three quarterback prospects from this year's upcoming draft. I think that they make a huge push for either Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be opposed to that. And if the Broncos, depending upon what they want to do with, I mean, obviously Teddy Bridgewater's been looking pretty good, but depending upon what they want to do and what they're willing to part ways with, hell, we could even see the Saints go back to say, hey, you know what, we had success with Teddy Bridgewater. When Drew Brees got hurt just a few years ago, we run the same exact system. We can bring him back. He knows the system. We don't have to really do too much for him. You know what I mean? But it also depends on what they want to do. I mean, obviously, he's a little bit older than a Deshaun Watson, but he's a little bit younger than a Russell Wilson. Yeah. So. For sure. You know, if they're looking to say, hey, we want a guy long term, they go Deshaun Watson. Also depend on what they're willing to give up. Yeah. But I definitely think that they make a move this offseason. And I hate that for Jameis Winston. You know what I mean? They have to, though, to keep to even make it intriguing and keep uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because that's that's another big key. Maybe even going into next year. Because remember, at the beginning of the season, Michael Thomas, won, he was on the edge of saying, hey, I want out. Because he didn't like the way that things were going. Yep. All right, so we're in that point of uh, the podcast where we're going to go through and we're going to do our, our weekly pick for week 12 um, outside of the Thanksgiving games um, really quick through um, because we got a few minutes to, to talk about one thing and one thing only. Um, so here we go. Pittsburgh versus the Bengals. Pittsburgh. I'll take Pittsburgh. No, I'll take, I'll take Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, Tampa Bay and Indianapolis Colts. Tampa Bay. I'll take Tampa. I'll, I'll take uh, Indianapolis Colts. 
Um, Carolina versus Miami. Give me Carolina. I got Carolina as well. Tennessee versus New England. Give me Tennessee. I'll take New England. Uh, Philly versus the Giants. Oh, give me Philly. Yeah, I'll take Philly as well. Atlanta versus Jacksonville. Battle with the uh, Dumpsters. Us two terrible teams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, it's in Jacksonville, right? Yep. Give me Jacksonville. Uh, I'm going to go with Atlanta. Uh, give me, uh, let's take uh, Jets versus Houston. Oh, give me Houston. Yeah, I'll take Houston as well. Houston won one game last week. Tyrod Taylor's Tyrod back. Tyrod Taylor's back. It looked good. Um, we got the Chargers versus the Broncos. Is it in Dallas or is it in LA? No, in Denver. Oh, give me Denver. I'll take the Chargers. Uh, the Rams versus the Packers. And Lambeau. Uh, oh, it was a rematch from the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. L.A. won that game, didn't they? Yeah, L.A. won that game. Give me Green Bay. Um, I'm going to go and say give me the Rams. Still no. Uh, Actually, no. Green Bay won that game. Yeah, Green Bay did win that game. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. They're still missing. Green Bay still missing their top guy. Um, so, and Devontae Adams? No, nah, not Devontae Adams. Um if it's not Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams, that's not the top guy. You talking about as far as cornerbacks? No, the running back. Oh, no, no, yes, but still, give me, give me Green Bay. Uh, Minnesota versus San Fran. Oh, give me Minnesota. All right, I'm taking. I'm gonna take San Fran. I'm gonna go out on the limb, man. They've been playing pretty decent the past couple weeks. Cleveland versus Baltimore. Baltimore. Sunday night, Baltimore, I'll take them. Seattle versus Washington. Seattle. You ain't have to think about it. You're in you're, you're, Russ, you trust? In Russ, I trust. I'm going to go with Seattle. I, 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 I'm not... I'm not 100% on that. I, I'm almost 50-50, but if I say 51-49, so that's why I picked Seattle. I'm, look, I haven't been the biggest fan of what Pete Carroll's been doing this season. But I'm always going to support Russ, and I'm always going to believe if anybody can right the wrong, it's going to be Russell Wilson. All right. So now, now at this moment, right, um, I know we typically talk about college football, and we go into details and everything else. Um, but just that aside, I mean, for the, for the, for the sake of, you know, um, time and everything else, let's get right to it, man. Um Okay. Today, today's the day across the country, not just not just for it's rivalry it, week. It's rivalry week, um, and that, that's that's across the country. You have you know, you know, top teams playing some top teams, and then you have some not so top teams playing some top teams, or vice versa, whatever. Um, it's just rivalries, you know what I mean? Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Regardless of what your record is, it's still a rival. Here we are. The moment we've been waiting for. Yeah, it's the game. The game. The, 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 the game. Yeah, I mean. Walk out the M, though. Like, like no, no. It, it out. No, it's the game. Like, you know what I mean? If we're going to commit to it, we got to commit to it. No, hold on. Let, let's say the game. Yeah, the game. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, versus the Michigan Wolverines. Versus the team up north. Versus the Michigan Wolverines. Um, For everybody that don't know, like. This is probably one of the biggest rivalries in college football, if not the biggest, 
right? Um, you got Auburn and Alabama. Alabama that's up there. Who will play today as well? Um, but this is one of the biggest, right? This is like this is on a, the 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 brinks of like college basketball when you talk about Duke and UK, or you talk about North Carolina and Duke. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, this is this is there. It's one of the one of the top rivalries in sports. In period. Sports, period. You know, this is like the the Yankees versus Boston. This is like um, in the past, LA versus the Bulls, right? Or the you know the Bulls versus the Pistons at, at, in that little era where they couldn't. Yeah, it's you know, like the Cowboys versus the Eagles, Cowboys versus the Steelers. It's, I mean, it's it, in that same realm. It's, like It's in there. It's tradition. It's, it's history. It, it definitely is. Um, so um, today is, is, is the day. Um, dude, 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 we, we, gather, we gather here today um, to, to see another inhalation is what I'm going to say. Um I know where he stands. He, he, this guy is so nervous, right? It, 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 if if we had video right now, you would just see this smile on his face. Like he is so nervous that I got up this morning and I, and I said, you know, I, for, I was like, dang, I forgot to hit up Rio, let him know what time, you know, um, I was running the pod today, and uh, I said, well, let me hit him up. But before I hit him up. I did my little quick little, you know, check on him. And, and, and how I kind of do that, the temperature check, I I, I go through and uh, I hit the socials, right? So I go to, you know, I, I hit Instagram, I hit Twitter. I, I, I know where his comments really go. Like, like, when he's really nervous, he doesn't post on anywhere but Twitter. Which is why I said... Put your poll on Instagram because the more comments come from Instagram, like you you get some comments from Twitter, but yeah, like some people like they just gonna jab at you, but a lot of people jab at you probably on Instagram or maybe even Facebook for that matter. But he was nervous. He was nervous. I looked at his Twitter, folks, and. It said, oh my gosh, um, Jim Harbaugh needs this win. He does. He does. Let me, let me finish. But it also said, I wouldn't be, I, I, I'm a little nervous. In so many words, he said, I'm a little nervous because Ohio State's been playing the best football all year. Not all fact, year. Hold on, let me finish. The, the best football all year, but they look. Like the best team in the country the past two to three weeks. He's nervous, folks. Like I, I remember, I remember times where we get together and watch this game, and I just see the the disappointing face that he has. Um, they haven't beat Ur- Urban Meyer, right? No, they haven't beat Urban Meyer. They haven't beat Ryan Day yet, right? Nope. Um. Huh, this this is it. What do you know? It's snowing in, in 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 up north. It's snowing up north. What better way than my boys to go up north and win a game in the snow? Yeah. Way. And, and look, it, it it won't be an easy task, right? And I, I said that right on Twitter. 
it won't be. Like, and I'll be in hell. Even I got other Michigan fan or other Michigan friends. You know what I mean? Or other friends who are fans of Michigan. They're not from Michigan, but they're fans of Michigan. And hell, they're just as big as fans as I am, if not bigger. And they hit me up like, "Hey, I'm nervous about the game." Like, yeah, and even though it's in Ann Arbor, like that's the that's the one positive thing out of this, right? Like, and obviously, hell, yeah, it's yeah, it's the one positive out of. I mean, regardless of what you think, did Desmond just Howard just picked Michigan? Like, yeah, of course he is. Of course he is, and and that's okay. Like, where else would you expect him to go? You expect him to to choose the other team? Uh, he don't, I guess you know he has to, right? He ha- he has to. He, Bro, he 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 was a Heisman winner I from know, Michigan. I know he has to, but oh, yeah. Of course, I put the he put Brutus on, and that's okay. That's okay. Like you know what I mean? Look, everything, all the all the steps, all the chips it's are on like the table. A red sea up there. All the chips are on the table, and everything is stacked against oh, Michigan, right? We, we gonna have to go to one of these games, man. It's crazy. Somebody actually caught. Uh, Hit my line last night and offered me. Uh, they asked me if I wanted tickets today. Yeah, two fifty though. It had two of them. That would have been it, a move if it was in Columbus. Yeah, it would have been a move. Because that, that's just uh, that's yeah. just a quick. That's a yeah, but I like I told them like you gotta hit me in advance before you offer me these. Like you would hit me like two weeks ago, I'd been like, oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? But you can't hit me the day, the night before, and be like, hey, you want to go to? Oh, it looked like it was a little bit of tussle uh, in that Florida Florida State game before um, before kickoff. Looks like some of the players that got into it. Um, sorry, to jump off topic. Nah, you good, man. But um, but nah, I, I think that anybody, any fan of Michigan who goes into the day's game won't be like, yeah, I'm a little nervous. Is and it's a few reasons I'm nervous. The first reason is because Jim Harbaugh has yet to beat Ohio State. Second reason, because Jim Harbaugh has now built up expectations to say, okay, we can compete, right? But the way that Ohio State has been looking, it's going to be really hard. So what they have to do is they can't get into a track race with them, right? You can't go into a shootout with Ohio State. Because what, did I, what, do I, what have I been saying for the past couple of weeks about these teams that have been playing Ohio State, right? And why, why Ohio State will win and win big. Because other teams will try to get into a foot race with a track star when they don't run track. You know what I mean? And and that's just, you can't do that. Like Michigan State, they tried to get into a track race with a track star, but they're only winning races on the playground in the sixth grade. Like, you can't go to high school and say, hey, I want to race the, the fastest player on the track team. Because you're not gonna win that race. You only win races playing with six, like running with sixth graders and other elementary students. You're not playing high. You know what I mean? You're not running at a track level in high school. It's it's just one of those things where you have to play your style of football, and basically they have to make it a low scoring game where they control the clock. That's it. They can't come from behind. They're not built to come from behind. They're just not. Not unless something miraculous happens, like they get like a bunch of turnovers and then they come back. But they have to dominate this game and control the clock from opening to the end of it. Hell, Jim Harbaugh has come close. 
He's come close to, to beating him. I think closest was, what, three years ago, four years ago? And they lost by three points. Hell, and in that game, I won't even lie. Like, they had, Michigan got the first down. They did. I don't care what people say. You can go back and you can look at the tape. I believe, who was it, JT Barrett's last year? It was his final season. But they said that the Michigan player was short by an inch. So, I don't know. It's it's definitely going to be a testy game. So, who you got? I mean, obviously, I know who you got. <laughs> Dog, that's not a question, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Michigan. So you know where I'm going. Like, I don't even need to state this. I, I posted last week on Facebook, and I told you, I told the world, my followers, my Facebook friends, whatever you want to say, however you want to call it, wrap it up. Um, I said this, and this was just flat out what I, how I felt. Jim Harbaugh, you have no, no, there's no way to run now. You can't use COVID from, from. For an ex- excuse anymore. COVID, in, in my opinion, and we've talked about this a couple times, it's almost like COVID doesn't even exist for college football anymore or college sports in general. So, Well, we had one case just a few weeks ago. Yeah, but nothing major, right? I think there is one team that I think is either Hooper or football. One team it was a football. Case, case of flu, and it, I think it's like 20 people out um, this week. But, hey, man, I'm telling you this. This is the time. Ryan Day, I I, ooh, I wanted the cocky Ryan Day this week. Ryan Day wasn't that cocky. Ryan Day was kind of just, just mellow. He was like he usually is. He gave them credit a little bit. He was real mellow about some of the things that he, he how he went about things this week. Um, obviously, I don't know if a lot of people follow this, but, you know, Ohio State, uh, takes this big, this game to a whole nother level. Um, they they make the scout team dress in Michigan colors to, to prepare for this game. Like, this is one of the games, like, in my opinion, this is one of the games where Ohio State wins recruits. Yeah, and but this is what I will say. And this is a this is a bigger game for Michigan than it is for Ohio State. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But 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 this game just shows they they win this game they cruising into the playoffs because I I can't remember who's on the other side of this winning um in a, in a Big Ten that they'll play in a Big Ten title. Um, uh, it will be Iowa, I believe. Iowa, but I think they'll handle Iowa, right? It will be either Iowa or Wisconsin. Is what they say, which and they they will beat either. Right. Um. So man, I, I, I'm excited. I, I don't it, on this day, in my opinion. Oh, Stoop said, oh, my God, 31-30. What is wrong? Man, he, he just want to be a coach still. Look, what is he doing? Get him off the set, man. I, I, I'll have no, no other college football games matter to me today. Um, I, 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 I can, I'll go out on a limb and say that that's for the same for Mario. Um, it's about to be kickoff time. It's time to figure out what you know, um, what I'm what I'm gonna eat. Um, I already got a victory drink ready. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think this is this is have this has to be the game where Jim Harbaugh elevates himself from a good coach to a great coach. And you can't be a great coach at Michigan without saying that you beat Ohio State. 
And, and this is the thing, though. It, it's sad that we even have to sit up here and say that he has to beat him at least one time because when it's a rivalry game, you should at least be winning on a, a consistent basis. Yeah, and, and I'm going on a limb and saying it after this, after this, after this game. As long as Jim Harbaugh is there, this is no longer a rivalry. Uh, it's, it's hard for me to say that because it's in my in my it's traditional. It's, it's a traditional game that we're, that's what we're gonna call it. Traditional game. We're not gonna call it rivalry because this will be six games that he didn't win. Well, hell, he, he they lost eight straight. Right. But it would be six out of six. Six out of six for him. And it would have been a seventh last year if he didn't pull the COVID off. But uh, in my opinion, guys, I- I'm done. I'm excited. I'm ready. Um, do you got anything further to say? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh, I want to say that, you know, hell, I said at the beginning of the season that Ohio State will lose two games this year. I said that they would lose one out of conference and they would lose one conference game. Didn't know which conference game it would be. But if they lose this game today, that would be the second loss. And if they lost this game, that would mean the world to me. Because one, Michigan would be not only beating Ohio State, but they would be going to the Big Ten Championship. If they would have a possibility of going to the college football playoffs. And I think Jim Harbaugh, in order to keep Michigan as an elite college football school and keep them up in the upper echelon as far as recruiting they have to win this game because other than if they don't win this game they're Michigan State they're in that same tier like Ohio State is on its own platform in the Big Ten if they lose this if they uh, if Michigan loses this game today and Jim Harbaugh can't allow that So, I mean, that's all I got to say. You know what I mean? Obviously, uh, just go blue. And definitely want to thank everybody for listening to Tunnel Vision Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Tunnel underscore Viz underscore Pod. You can follow us on Instagram, same handle, Tunnel underscore Viz underscore Pod. And until next time, we out. Go Bucks. Go Blue. <laughs>